0: Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Two,
1: three, four. If you're looking for advice from a real girl Who might not have the answers But
0: goddamn she'll try
1: Just a tip and you'll be on your way With Megan Batou Welcome to Just a Tip and Advice podcast, hosted by me, Megan Batune, a real girl. I wore this outfit yesterday. She
2: sure did. <laughs> I was there with her during breakfast. I was like,
1: I like that. She's like, you know what? I'll wear it all week. Don't judge me, please hold all judgment. I will be wearing this for the rest of my life.
2: <laughs> it looks major comfortable. It's this royal blue, royal like blue. you look comfortable, but also like chic. Oh my gosh! Yes. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> you look, you know who you, you look like a sexy mom in the garden. Oh my like gosh! Tending to the roses
1: she would be wearing this? Yeah. What kind of moms are you looking at? From porn. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> let me introduce you. You guys sent in questions, and today I have not only a friend to help me help you, Irene is both one of my very best friends in pretty much my right hand. You're like both of my hands.
2: I'm crying, that's so sweet. <laughs> I feel very lucky to be a part of your life and to get to be one of those hands, or both. <laughs> Um, Do you want to help people? I would love to help people. I low key love giving advice, and uh-huh. like people rarely ask me for it, but I often give it
1: <laughs> unsolicited or otherwise. I'm telling you my opinion, which I'm is here true. For it. Irene has most of the opinions of the world. <laughs> I feel like it's so funny because you'll like <laughs> you'll have such. Like, <laughs> conviction about things that, like, you've never done yes, or, or don't even know about. Like, I get
2: mad that, at people, at things that bring people joy. Like, for some reason, <laughs> I hate Harry Potter culture. I, I don't know like you it. do. I know this is controversial. I know you're going to lose listeners, and I'm sorry. <laughs> Send the hate my way. My issue is, like, I just don't understand why you would say you went to Hogwarts.
1: I mean, I get it. It's, I, You know what it comes to? I get down it. To? I just
2: want to be mad at it. You can be mad. Thank you.
1: Everyone can be mad at whatever they want to be mad. I think, I mean, yes, you didn't go to Hogwarts. It's not real. But I think it's like an inclusivity thing. I think everyone wants to be a part of something. And I think that's maybe why people are so like hell-bent on Harry Potter. I think you're right. I think that's why I'm so mad at it. <laughs> okay, I feel like just to further my point, I'm going to ask you a question about something that doesn't exist, and I'm sure you're going to have some sort of a Is it going to be
2: what about. house am I in?
1: No, it's not Harry Potter. Hufflepuff. <laughs> i so glad you asked. Um, what are your opinions on um, shoe sneak steaks?
2: Shoe sneak steaks. I'll tell you <laughs> one thing about shoe sneak steaks. What? When you go into the steakhouse and they put a shoe on your plate, Instead of a steak. And they sneak it in there. Oh, my God. Without warning you.
1: Why don't you like that?
2: Because I'm paying for a steak. I'm at Mastro's.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So this is one of my favorite stories, is that I love Ruth's Chris Steakhouse.
2: She? Okay. I've been lucky enough to travel with her a couple of times. And any time... She doesn't want to go to, like, the hole-in-the-wall, like, ramen house in Seattle. She wants to go to Ruth's Chris. It's and so good. I think it's consistent. so funny because, like, of course it's a good place. It's a steakhouse. Like, it's good. But I just think it's hilarious that that's, like, her go-to number one favorite restaurant. Like, it's basically, like, a Chili's kind it's of a so, situation. It is.
1: It's Chili's plus. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> it's Rare <so> plus.
2: <laughs> that's how Megan likes her steak, for anyone who wants to know. <laughs>
1: I love Roos Chris. And the one time that I was talking about steak, Irene, like, didn't love that I loved Roos Chris so much, maybe because of joy that I was exuding. Sure. And then you were like, I don't like Roos Chris. I'm more a Mastro's girl. And then, lo and behold, Irene's never been to Mastro's.
2: <laughs> I think you found out, like, like a week later, too. Like, I don't think it was in the same conversation. I was just being a dick for no reason. I was like, oh, Okay. <laughs> Oh, I get it.
1: So that's all you need to know about our relationship. (laughs) Because I'm mean. (laughs) Let's see if we can help other people's. Number one. First off, love you. You're an inspiration to a lot of girls and also guys. A moment. That's what I like. We love equality. Now for my life and death (gasps) crisis-ish. Fuck me up all the way. Crisis-ish. We're not totally sure if it's a crisis yet. We're just, it's crisis adjacent maybe. I'm dead. I like this guy at school, and he's a friend of mine as well as like a big brother. Do you want to redo that? Yep. (laughs) I like this guy at school, and he's a friend of mine as well as a big brother. Maybe I should
2: say My brother and I are friends, but I kind of like him.
1: Is is it just
2: that bad? Yo,
1: I feel like for sure people have gone through that. Yes.
2: (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I used to actually have a crush on my cousin.
1: I used to think my cousin was cute, but I would never do anything. Do you want to hear the weirdest thing I've ever done in my life? Probably not, but go for it.
2: <laughs> One time my cousin stayed over like at our house there from Texas, and we were um, living here in California, and he stayed over and he used a pillow, <gasps> and then that pillow smelled like him, so for <sighs> the rest of you know that like month after he left, I used that pillow because it smelled like him and I liked it. Oh
1: my gosh.
2: I've never told anyone that.
1: Wow, now a lot of people know. Have you ever... Probably for a reason. (laughs) Have you ever liked a guy so much that when he... Like, you were dating him or something, and when when he went away, you bought his cologne and sprayed your own clothes or, like, pillowcases with it so that you would sleep and think of him? I
2: wanted to, but I was too poor, so I would just (laughs) get the samples from magazines, but I would do that.
1: Aww. Or How if, many magazines did you have to reach <laughs> I, to I, buy You the know, one? my
2: magazine budget really exceeded <laughs> the price of the cologne.
1: <laughs> Would have been cheaper to buy a trio pack of the cologne. A lifetime Costco supply, if you will. Are you ready for the question? I questions?
2: will. <laughs> yes, I'm ready.
1: Okay, I realize that I, I do not need to take out some of the words. <laughs> I like this guy at school and he's a friend of mine, but is like a big brother to me. There we are. I have a friend that can read tarot cards and she told me that this guy and I can be a thing, but we will end up breaking up and won't be friends again after. I really like this guy and I don't completely know if what her cards say are true. Is it worth it to risk my friendship with him if he feels the same way? Please help. Thanks, friendships or relationships. Ooh, that's a moment. Okay. This is a huge one because, okay, first of all, tarot cards. Let's dish.
2: (laughs) Let's goss.
1: Have you ever done it?
2: Here's the thing. I used to do I
1: I used to do tarot card readings.
2: <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm a tarot card. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do this thing called angel cards. And it was like it was like tarot cards, but it was I think it was more like kind of like words of wisdom and like piece of advice. Not necessarily like this is what's going to happen, but it was kinda like if you happen to pick this, it means you should be thinking of something like this. Oh, I like that. I like it, too, and, like, I am... I do honestly believe in, like, not, not like, too many coincidences and, like, stuff like that, but I don't know if, like, picking up cards will tell your future. hmm However, I also think your friend was just giving, tr- like, <laughs> low-key trying to tell you, like, hey, you could date him, but, like, you might not be
1: friends. Th- I mean, that can go for anything. You don't need a card to tell exactly.
2: you that. What, what do you... What's your experience with tarot
1: cards? Oh, gosh, how much time do you have? <laughs> I have... A lot of experience, and well, in tarot cards, like kind of, but like, so I've d- I've been to a few psychics. Okay, um, this I know. This I know, and I think they're like pretty spot on for some time for the most part. Like, they'll do like past, present, and future, and obviously, like you don't know what the future is. Sure, but the past and present, like most of the times, it's spot on. Well, which is weird.
2: I remember the last time you went to a psychic, uh-huh. you we're kind of curious what your love life situation was going to be always <laughs> every day you're like when i go to starbucks um but it was interesting because she ended up saying something that was kind of accurate
1: i think absolutely accurate and that was like a future thing she's cuz i went in january and she was like by march you're going to be in a relationship with like and she said like vowels and like yeah. certain letters that this guy's name would start with and it did and, and i was that, like and I, you didn't want it to happen, necessarily. Yeah, I was like, oh, if it's this person, I hope she's wrong. But, like, she wasn't wrong. She wasn't. If she's, like, looking into her, th- is it the third eye? How many eyes is it?
2: I think it was her fourth eye. <laughs> Just her butthole? <laughs> she had a huge face. <laughs> <laughs> she did that YouTube challenge where you draw a bunch of eyes <laughs> on your face.
1: <laughs> she's a men in black monster. I'm dead. She she was right, even though I didn't like I didn't want that to happen. But, like, if she's looking into the future and sees anything, like, that was true. That's... It
2: It did happen.
1: So, I don't know. I'm still, like, trying to figure out what I believe in with tarot and psychics. Um, I don't
2: think it's impossible at all. Yeah. I do... I think that... I mean, this is gonna sound silly, but I think that psychics are probably way more... Yes. ...true than tarot cards. Well, that's what I was
1: just about to say. The girl that said that wasn't... She didn't do cards. Yeah. She just... H- held my hand and it felt nice for oh the my first God, time
2: <laughs> human interaction
1: no i human touch. a lot of <laughs> yeah. i go to the doctor just so people can ask me what's wrong
2: i go to the doctor so he could put his hand on my back
1: <laughs> oh man well okay so what do
2: you think she should do with the boy who's like her big brother
1: <sighs> that's such a weird situation because I have a friend like that. Yeah. I have a friend that's like a big brother to me that I've like been involved romantically with. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is a really weird scenario. We weren't friends. Like we had a falling out to where when when our relationship ended kind of, that we weren't friends for a long time and then we finally were able to be friends. It
2: was, sucks. Was that hard for you? losing your friendship was also like losing that older brother kind of guidance. Yeah. Was that hard for you?
1: Hell yeah. Well, it's like that with any relationship, too. Like, if you're with someone for long enough, they become your best friend. Yeah. So it's, you're losing your boyfriend or girlfriend and your best friend.
2: I I mean, I have been romantically involved with my big brother's friends. <laughs> I
1: thought you were just going to say your big brother, and I was like, we got to cut <laughs> this, this short. This coming out. <laughs> um,
2: I've dated my big brother's friends, so it's kind of like this, like, you know, older protective, sort of like older guy who wants me to be doing well and like happy and safe and all that stuff. And it is so nice to have that like very close bond. And when it can, when it's romantically involved, it can, it can like really grow that relationship. Yeah. But I would say if you want to date this guy, dope, but like you do have to be prepared. Yeah. To lose that friendship because like tarot cards are not, that's just the 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 brass tacks of it all, like the brass tracks of it <laughs> all. <laughs> that's just like tarot cards or not, that's just how yeah. it's going to end up. But I don't think Megan or myself could sit here and say, don't date him because that's just going to make you be like, oh my God, he's so hot.
1: Yeah. Or like what if. I'm constantly, I feel like living in a what if, which is terrible. Oh and my gosh. And you hate what ifs. Well, I don't hate them. Well, you don't like living in them. True. Like, if you're like, what if we had In-N-Out today? I'd be like, dope. We'll do it. <laughs> but yeah, it's like...
2: We've already had In-N-Out
1: today. <laughs> I'm chomping on my last bit of my double-double right now. I, I've been in a situation where I don't want to get into a relationship because I'm like, what if this other guy is here? So, like, that sucks because you're kind of putting your own happiness or whatever's meant to be on hold because yeah. you think something's better. But in this case, I feel like the question asks if he feels the same way, is it worth it to risk the friendship? I guess that's like, how good is the friendship?
2: Also, is he older? I would love to. I mean, he, he's probably older. It sounds
1: like, I mean, he's like a big brother. My thing is, so maybe.
2: I live for the, like, the flirtationship.
1: You're welcome. I love that. <laughs> flirtationship? <laughs> wow. You're welcome. Wow. This is
2: my... This is my podcast
1: now. <laughs> and you are Russian
2: all of a sudden? No, you know, I'm the captain now.
1: Oh, no. I thought you were just like commandeering something. And so you had to get this Russian persona when you're overthrown. <laughs> What's already here?
2: Um, yeah. Like I live for a flirtation ship. So like maybe you can just like flirt with him. And like if you kiss, cool. And like it doesn't have to be one way or another. Like a gray area isn't always a great area. <laughs>
1: it's never a great. That's a great thing too. But.
2: I hate it could crazy. be fun to just, like, flirt and, like, see where it goes because, like, maybe this fool is, like, the guy you're supposed to date for five years.
1: Yeah, or forever. They say that you're supposed to marry your <laughs> or best Or forever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all or nothing. What are you talking about? <laughs> True. Uh, they say yeah. you're supposed to date your best friend or you're supposed to marry your best friend. So if he is your best friend, maybe he's the one. But it's hard to know. But yeah, I think like flirt and see what you guys yeah. both
2: think. Especially if you don't know how he feels yet. Definitely yeah. don't jump right into something like test the waters, flirt. Like, I mean, I'm going to give bad advice. Okay. Just a preparation. Maybe flirt with other guys. See what he says there. Like, yeah. if he's kind of like your older brother. Maybe it'll come out in that way. Like, I don't like you flirting with other guys. And yeah. You're like,
1: oh, no, why? That's so funny. That's what happened with me and, and the guy we were just yes. talking about because he would like date all these other girls or sleep with all these other girls. And I'm like, yo, they're level one. Like they're not smart enough for you. And they just like make you feel validated because like you they think you're funny. Yeah. Which like, you, yeah, you are funny, but like you need someone else. You need me. He but- did need you and he doesn't have you. So,
2: <laughs> so he's missing out
1: we're friends now which is fine but like that's the real risk if you date somebody just know that the friendship is on the line so if they're a good enough friend they might be around after Mm -hmm. if it's really like if you're that close with them but if not just just tread lightly and know that that is an option
2: yeah I agree I think that's
1: perfect the way you said that someone else was like I think it's another guy that I dated that was like okay Megan (laughs) it comes out that I'm like never not you dated everybody (laughs) what did he say exactly? He said, if you were close enough to date, there's something that you like about that person, so why would you not be friends after the fact?
2: Oh, yeah. You've told me that. I, I was like, that's interesting.
1: I believe that half and half. It's hard because emotions.
2: Yeah. Like, I dated this one guy for about a year. We were in a long distance relationship. Then I moved across the country to like, I said it was to go to school, but it was really just to be with him. Um, oh, I mean, I was going to school, but... <laughs> it
1: heartbreak university i'm unwell
2: i still am i'm still heartbroken (laughs) (laughs) lol i'm not he was a piece of trash but
1: it was just actually a mcdonald's (laughs) wrapper that you were in a serious relationship with it's like when people
2: marry the eiffel tower (laughs) (laughs) but i married literal garbage (laughs) um yeah so there was this guy and he and i were like there's a whole bunch of other baggage that went along with this whole like the whole relationship, not just our dating, like the whole from when we met to when we stopped. But he and I were like best friends. We were like drinking buddies and we hung out all the time and we could go to the beach. and We could be at a party and like have fun. Like everything was awesome. And then we started dating and I just saw this other side of him that completely changed everything for me. Yeah. And while I agree that if you date somebody, you obviously like something enough to still want to be friends with them. But like, I think... Also, when you date somebody, you see a different. It's like when you like what you always say: when you you can travel with somebody, and you'll see this very different side of them. Yeah. So it's like, yes, they were in your life for a reason, but I don't know if they should stay in it all the time.
1: Yeah, not all the time. Obviously, you have to shut people out after you break up. Yeah. But I don't like when I just am no longer in contact at all with some of my exes. Some of them I'm like, yeah, stay in the past for sure. Yeah. But I would like to be cordial with some of them. I mean, there's a few that I just really don't talk to, but it would be nice just to be like, yo, even though we didn't work out, like I still respect you. And I think you're like killing it. And like, I really am rooting for you.
2: Same. I, I 100% agree. I would love to still be in contact with one or two of my like ex people, just because I want to know about them. And I one I cared about and like lived with for some time, and like we were together for three and a half years. Like that's still like a significant fraction yeah. of my adult
1: life. Mm-hmm.
2: All I really want to know is why you took your current girlfriend to Europe and you told me that you <laughs> spent ten dollars on me, but you went oh, on weed.
1: Oh my gosh, ten dollars? Did
2: you, I told you that story right?
1: Yes, I told you the one where that guy didn't buy a, me a thirteen dollar salad. Yes.
2: You tell yours and I'll tell mine because I feel like people would maybe want to know that.
1: It's just like, I mean, Irene and I talk about this all the time. And I guess it's a little bit of an archaic thing to wish for. But like if you're a dude or like trying to pursue someone or show that you can provide in the future, pay for a meal or two.
2: Pay for the first three dates. Yeah. And then let me pay for the fourth. Like, Or at least offer. It's The thing is, I'm going to pull this card out. My dad always told me that if a man doesn't come to your door, and this is me, I'm a straight white woman. So like straight white,
1: white female.
2: Um this is like what he told me. So granted I like don't know the other realms of dating, but me as a straight white male, my dad always told me
1: <laughs> As a straight white male. <laughs> Tell me what you want as a straight
2: white male. I want push and I want beer.
1: Oh, my God. Okay, as a street, straight white, as, as a street, street walker, <laughs> as a street walker, what's your rate? I just, not much. <laughs> a
2: piece of half-eaten cold pizza. I need that McDonald's wrapper again. <laughs> um, as a straight white female, my dad always said a man should come to your door. He yes. shouldn't honk his horn. Yes. He shouldn't text you when he's outside. No. He should, <laughs> you and my dad would clearly get along. <laughs> um. He should
1: pay for your meal. Yes. He should
2: open your car door for you. And as we've discussed, you should then yep. reach over and open the car door for them.
1: Let's take a little bit more time on this note yes. here.
2: Let's only talk about this all podcast. Fine. Okay.
1: Definitely do this. If you're a girl and a guy opens a door for you. Which she should be doing.
2: Granted, it's rare. He should be doing it. Rare. Do I've only had a couple of people open a- my car door for me.
1: If you are a guy, open the damn door. Do Any it. door. I'm talking (laughs) dollhouses. You're
2: walking down the street, open doors to establishments that you're not even going into. (laughs) Just in case I feel like it.
1: Yeah, I mean, definitely. I think I told you like when when I go out on dates, which is not often, but if a guy... What? (laughs) You're so relatable.
2: (laughs) When I go out on dates, never. I stay inside.
1: (laughs) <laughs> when I do go on dates and the guy is waiting out, so he'll like come to my oh, doorbell love this. Yeah. and they'll ring the doorbell sometimes or like knock on the door and then like they're parked out front. I love this for some reason. I don't know why. I just think it's so it's sexy. Very like, like sexy, James, James Dean. D- oh my it. gosh! They like lean against the car. They have like they're they're all their way on you one. You just foot.
2: did it like against the chair and it was hot and I was like <laughs> I want to go out with her.
1: They have all their weight on one foot. They cross the other foot so mm-hmm. their toes on the ground, mm-hmm. and then they have their hands in their pockets. Yeah. And they're just looking at you.
2: And they're wearing a leather jacket with a white t shirt. <laughs> and they're James Dean. <laughs> and then you wake up. <laughs> no, it is the sexiest thing. Nobody's ever done that for me. Oh my
1: God. But I know I can't you wait. have it's somebody in twice. your past life. In my past life. <laughs> like, I'm I do read too. tarot cards. <laughs> I'm painted out to be this, like, energy cluster. I've had two guys in my past that have done that, and I love it. And it's
2: very sexy. Like, it's just what I'm attracted to is just, like, a man being a fucking stereotypical man (laughs) and, like, providing and being big and being strong and, like, can you open the pickle jar for me? Even though I can open the fucking pickle jar. Yeah. Okay. What's our point? Oh. (laughs) 30 minutes in. My advice to friendships or relationships, right? Oh, my point was one time I had uh, an ex-boyfriend tell me that he would not spend $10 on me, but he would spend $10 on weed. So it wasn't even a thing that happened. It was just like, he was like, P.S., this is what I value you as. And I was
1: like... Did he ever call you like his little nugget? (laughs) Because then I can get it. His little OG perp. (laughs) I'm tired even thinking about guys not respecting me. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Megan does not like not being respected If you ever meet Megan, if you're a fan Let me give you one piece of advice Be respectful
1: Be respectful, this is a, a thing that everyone should know And it's funny that no one is True Okay, um, did we help? I think so, be I think flirt, be cute oh, If something happens, dope Yeah, flirtationship is yeah. my favorite place Test the waters and then see what's up <laughs> Hope we helped I'm a 12 year old girl. Who I love it. Who is about precious. to turn 13 and is concerned about what to do if I have my first period at school. Oh my God, I love her. Any tips, Tricky 13?
2: Yes, I do have tips for days. What are
1: your t- When did you get your first period? At school. Same, seventh period. That's funny. <laughs> Actually, it shouldn't have been it first. It should have been first. That would have been better. Um,
2: actually, I'm sorry, I didn't get my first period at school, but I got a very bad period at school. It must have been like my third or something. Like when I still didn't know, yeah, how to do with it. You tell me your story.
1: <gasps> I was in seventh period. It was history. what grade? I meant seventh grade. I don't know what period it was. Okay, only one period mattered, and it was the one that was <laughs> happening to my uterus.
2: <laughs> it was the one that I was crying about
1: <laughs> for years. I was in history class. I think the, the- what were you studying? Ugh, we were reading Animal Farm for some you reason. You hate that book. I hate that Why book. Why were
2: reading that? Oh, yeah, okay.
1: Mr. Nealon. Ugh. Unless it was A.P. Lang. But for some reason I thought it was You're history. You
2: were an A.P. fucking Lang
1: you weren't? in seventh grade? What were you doing? I'm picking my nose. <laughs> cool, cool. <laughs> so we were reading Animal Farm, whatever okay. it may be, and for some reason we had popcorn. And Love that's that. weird already. Sure. I don't know why we had popcorn. Maybe we're, oh, it was probably, we. I think we like read the chapters and then we would watch a little bit of the movie if it was adapted into oh, a film. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Who even knows? That's cool. So I got my period and I was so like confused. Like my mom had never talked to me about it. Really? Did yours?
2: I think once, once I hit like 11-ish and like the puberty talk happened at school, I'd be like, Yo, mom, like what's up? And she'd be like, oh, this will happen. And like, so don't be scared if it does. And I was like,
1: okay. Okay. Yeah. I think that if my mom did, that was the extent of it. She mm-hmm. was like, Your body's gonna do something weird. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Think of
2: how weird you think it's gonna be. <laughs> Multiply it Yo, by 50. It's
1: crazy.
2: It's the this that's before we even get into it, <laughs> I wanna tell this girl, um, Tricky 13, like it is so weird. But it's also, and I hate to be like the mother, but it is so natural. Yeah. So that's the thing. When I do give my little tidbit of advice, like keep keep that in mind because it's important to know. Like it's actually the weirdest and like grossest thing. Grossest,
1: mainly. Truly,
2: <laughs> but like it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because ev- like half of everybody that you know de- deals with it.
1: Yeah, for sure. And truly
2: deal like we have to deal. <laughs>
1: It's a lot to cope with.
2: So um, you're in seventh grade, animal farm, painting the picture. What are you what are you wearing? That's important. Because oh, I know you remember.
1: No, I don't. <gasps> Honestly I don't remember. And thank God. But I remember <laughs> being so confused on what to do and then I was like asking some of my other friends that I think were older slash have been through the period stage. um, The period period. I'm dead. That's very funny. (laughs) I was like, what am I supposed to do? And and someone gave me a tampon. And I was like, (gasps) what is this? for your first time. First time ever.
2: Just a tip. Don't use a tampon your first time. No,
1: definitely don't. I'll insert this tiny little tip before I continue. Insert. Insert right here. Tricky 13, if you think that you'll probably have your period, which is very likely, I would just have, like, pads in your backpack, like, at all times. Just have, like, one pad, just being ready for it, because that's going to be a lifesaver for you.
2: And a pad is known as, like, a, a maxi pad, a liner, a, like, whatever, like... I would go for a straight pad because a liner is tiny. Liner is tiny, but just in case, like it's the thing that looks like like a like an hourglass. Like, don't get confused. Yeah, it's a, use a pad for a while
1: for sure. <laughs> so. I wish I had that advice because mm-hmm. I did not. And so oh like God. the girls were old enough and like well versed in period having. So oh they she, she gave me a period tampon and habit. I was like what am I supposed to do with this? And like YouTube didn't exist, so I couldn't be like yeah. how to put a tampon in, which would have been awesome. Also like, how
2: would you have T9 texted that into your <laughs> web browser?
1: <laughs> True. Yeah, I was I was literally typing on a tablet like from the stone age. I'm dead. And so they had textbooks and they were trying to show me like how to put it in with a textbook. Oh my God, And so I was like, like textbook vagina lips? Yes, and I was like, um, okay. So I went to the bathroom and I was there for like 20 minutes, like crying my eyes out. And so my friend came in and she was like helping me out but it still like was so painful because when you start, this is so like, I'm sorry if you're a guy listening but this is probably very helpful to some, yeah. some If you have girls. a little sister, listen up. Yeah, <laughs> so, relay this information to her. <laughs> So you're gonna be confused when you put in a tampon, but what you have to know is like put it in farther than you think it should go. Because if you yes. put it in halfway, you're gonna have to rip it out because it's gonna be so painful, oh. and it, you're never gonna want to use it again. Every single
2: female listening is knows exactly know. that feeling, and they're like, no, if you don't tricky thirteen. I
1: know, I know, I know. You just you have to go for it. Like yes. you have to like know that this is what you're doing, and keep in
2: mind the applicator. The plastic part. Yes. Nothing plastic should be in you when you're done with your tampon. Yes. You, The plastic applicator, there should be two little parts, like for most tampons, not those like weird small ones. Yeah. But like there should be two little parts that like interlock with each other. Both of those should be out of your body. Yes. Because <laughs> my friend's first tampon experience, she left them in.
1: What? Mm-hmm. Is she still alive? <laughs>
2: No. Oh, my gosh. Um, no, she had a really rough time. And then it, like, slid out.
1: Oh, that's disgusting. Also, another tip, just, like, to be nice to other people, if you're in a public restroom, wrap the applicator before you put yes. it anywhere. And wrap a used tampon. Don't be gross. Stop. <laughs> okay. What is your period story?
2: So I got my period once when we were on, like, a family trip, and we had to be on a plane for hours. So that was just, like, a JK. But I was next to my mom, and she was telling me about it. So that was fine.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah.
2: Yeah. My mom's really cool. She's always been, like, very open and great. Um, but my worst, second most embarrassing period story. Um, I'll tell you the first yeah, one why in are private. You... <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's bad. I was in yearbook. So we were staying after because yearbook was, like, after an after-school activity. So my dad was coming to pick me up at, like, 4.30 with my brother. And I had, been, I had had my period. This must have been, like, my third or fourth period. So it was still, like, kind of new and weird. So it's it's rounding about four thirty and everybody's getting up and putting their stuff away and I sit up and like something feels weird in mm-hmm. like my butt area. Yes. And <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm listening. And I stand up and I look down and there's blood covering the chair.
1: What color chair? Is it blue? It's,
2: it's a blue plastic chair. Okay. Yes, ma'am.
1: Yes, ma'am. Wait. How long were you sitting in this chair?
2: An hour and a half, two hours. Shoot! Yeah, dude. And when you're when you just get your period, like it feels weird. So like you don't really know like what's overflowing and what's like k- like happening down there. So yeah. it's kind of just like, oh, I know something weird is happening, so I'm just gonna let it happen, or maybe I'm just dumb, <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> or just sweating a lot,
2: <laughs> which I do. I'm sweating right now, <laughs> and so I sit up and I'm like mortified, but I kind of like realize how funny it is. I'm like, this is hilariously. Comically bad, yeah. And so I like get like those little yellow tissues from your school's front desk.
1: Why are they yellow? I number don't know. one,
2: I have no idea.
1: Have they been sitting out in the sun? And why since are they the boxes 20s? of six <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> Since the twenties, <20s. laughs>
1: since the first period. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I I try to wipe my chair as best I can, and then I'm. Is anyone looking at you? I I think it's like two girls, and they're my friends. So I'm just like ah, and I'm like cleaning it up. And my dad's there. I saw his car, so I am pouring blood down what my pants. color they're pants. They're like light blue, like denim. No, we had uniforms, so it was like it was like a washed navy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: How washed was this navy to be
2: light blue? (laughs) It was like a dark periwinkle. Okay. Uh, This is how you know two women are talking. A washed (laughs) navy. A dark periwinkle. Um, So I'm dripping blood and it's (sighs) getting everywhere. And and I run up to the car like laughing so hard. I'm like, dad! And I turn around (gasps) and I show him and he's like,
1: That's fucking gross. (laughs) He's like, cool, tight-eye pants, kid.
2: Nice. Nice addition, correct? So he and my brother start laughing, too, because I'm laughing so hard. Because at this point, like, what am I going to do? Cry? Yes,
1: which is what I would have done.
2: So I'm laughing so hard. And my dad's like, you can't fucking sit on the
1: chair like this because it's (laughs) clothsy. Of course. Of course. And so I'm sitting... In the chair, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, she's in a full-on bridge.
2: <laughs> I look, I'm like crab walking off of my dad's minivan chair, <laughs> and the ride home's like 15 minutes. So oh every my like gosh. bump and turn, we're all just like cracking up so hard. <laughs> Your glutes are on fire. Yes. <laughs> um, and then I got home, and I guess like it must have been two or three years later or something. Uh, my dad told me that that's like one of the proudest moments he had of me because oh he was God. like. That was, like, a mortifying thing that you, you know, like, really took in stride and just, like, laughed about. Because, like, you had two ways to go. You could either cry or laugh. And I'm really proud that you laughed. And so, like, back to my earlier point, everybody has this happen, dude. Like, Mm -hmm. so, like, if some piece of shit 13-year-old boy is going to make fun of your pants if you get your period and there's blood on them. He's the asshole. Oh,
1: for sure.
2: Your body is being a body. And you're
1: growing up in front of his eyes, and he's going to be a little kid forever. (laughs) (laughs) When they're 30, trust me, 13, listen to me right now. When they're 30, they're going to be as immature as they are right now. She's correct.
2: (laughs) She's correct. She has experience. But yeah, girl, I, I hear you being nervous, and I'm there with you. And I still get nervous if I'm like, oh, my God, do I have blood on my pants? Because, like, mostly because, like, they're expensive pants. <laughs> and, yeah, and, like, take it in stride. If somebody makes fun of you, be like, dude, I know. It's yeah, hilarious.
1: For sure. I think laughing at yourself, even in this situation and every other every situation. situation forever. if yeah, forever. It's, it's exactly what you said. You can either choose love and fear. is the same as choosing crying and laughing. I would choose oh love God. and laughing. <laughs>
2: She's a preacher? Wait, so what, what's your total, like, last bit?
1: My main bit would be have a pad on you. That's very smart. Yeah. Dope. Dope. Ready to take a break? Yes, ma'am. We're going to take a break while Irene gives us a bonus piece of advice you Ooh. can find on meganbatoon.com slash podcast, and we'll be right back.
0: CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a
1: ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. Hi! Hi! I missed you. (laughs) (laughs) I was right here. (laughs) Most of you know that Irene is my assistant, but you probably don't know that she's a badass baker! Christ? What kind of stuff, for the people that don't know, what kind of stuff do you make? Um,
2: I make these cookies that kind of like say stuff on them that's not always the nicest. Such as? Such as uh, like go fuck yourself or like. (laughs) Oh, the classic I hate you. I've done I hate you. I've done like you're a C plus person. Cute. You're only okay. Sometimes I'll make cakes that say, like, I think we should see other people. I love that. <laughs> Breakup cakes. Can I order one? Yes, please. <laughs> yeah, I also, I bake other stuff like brownies and stuff, too, but I, I really like doing those. But thank you. I'm, that means a lot to me that you think that.
1: That they're good? I mean that you like that I do it. I think they're great. Whenever you, you. Um, Whenever you start selling them across the country, let me know. Because cool. I will move to other places so that <laughs> I make your life more hard.
2: I want them shipped to Nova Scotia.
1: <laughs> Nova Scotia. It has an accent? Only when I say Nova Scotia. <laughs> it just comes out. It's so just weird. Just that one time. Only the, no, no, no. Anytime I say Nova Scotia <laughs> is the only time I have an accent. You ready to help more people? I would love to. Okay. This one is really interesting and I'm, I'm, a little nervous i'm so
2: stoked go. because normally we go through questions together and like you'll ask the guests and stuff and i have no idea what these are i know i'm happy
1: <laughs> this one's wild so strap in i'm strapped hit me a with a seatbelt <laughs> oh my god i have to
2: leave hit me with a seatbelt slap my line and hit me with a seatbelt slap my
1: line with that seatbelt okay megan <gasps> and irene oh my god hey <laughs> I've been married to my wife for almost seven years and have known her for almost 20 years. Holy shit. I know. That's how long I've been alive. Their whole relationship is my life. 20 plus seven.
2: Well, he's he's been married to (laughs) So 20 minus seven. I was
1: like, you're not 20. (laughs) Have known her for 20. Thank you.
2: Is this a guy or a girl?
1: Do we know? This is a boy. Okay. Uh, yes. We have two amazing children, and, all things considered, we have a good life together. Over the past few years, we've begun to have communication and intimacy issues. My wife has said that she doesn't have any sex drive anymore and doesn't know why. I recently came back from a guy's trip where I was at a bar and approached by a woman who challenged me to a game of pool. We played for a few hours, and she was totally into me. I didn't hide the fact that I was married, but this girl didn't care. The combination of this girl's pool play... (laughs) Number one. I'm
2: dead. (laughs) Number one, she's
1: great with sticks.
2: Uh, Did he write that? No,
1: no, no. Oh my God, dead. Can you imagine? Her attractiveness and how she was into me made me feel alive again. Oh. I know. Towards the end of the night, she made it very clear that she wanted more things to happen, and that's when I decided to leave with my friends. Good guy. Nice dude. Yes. We didn't exchange information and nothing happened. With that being said, I can't get this girl out of my head, and I feel this has a lot to do with the communication and intimacy issues I've been having with my wife. I even feel a sense of guilt just for feeling this way about another woman. What should I do? Sincerely, Concerned in Milwaukee. Whoa. Nuts!o
2: Jesus Christ
1: I don't know what being married is like but I feel like I, I can relate to some of these same sentiments in relationships
2: I don't know what being in Milwaukee is like
1: <laughs> <laughs> where
2: is that <laughs> Wisconsin ugh that took just so everybody knows that took me a second
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're really quick on Google um she didn't look anything up <laughs> Jesus dude okay so okay Here's my question. Hook me up. The he says that the wife said that she doesn't have any sex drive anymore and doesn't know why. Have you ever felt that way about being in a relationship where you don't want to sleep with your boyfriend?
2: Yes, dude. It's it's a it's not a great It's the worst feeling. That's when to me I know a relationship is dead. 100%. Is like when I have to like go to all ends of the earth to to try and find something that I know used to be there, but isn't anymore is, mm-hmm. is, it's really sad. It's hard. And I'm sure that it sounds like, um, you know, I'm just going to call him Milwaukee. It sounds like Milwaukee and his wife are happy in other places. Milwaukee. But like, I'm so sorry. I'm dead.
1: <laughs> I had to interrupt you just to get that out. It was worth it. Milwaukee
2: and Milwaukee. That's fucking funny. <laughs> so. I'm sure that since it seems like they do have a solid, like, relationship and foundation and, like, love for one another, she's probably feeling terrible. Mm -hmm. And so, like, she's either, of course, she doesn't know where it's coming from. And, like, I obviously don't either. But she's, in my experience, she's probably feeling unsexy or unwanted or unloved or insecure about herself. Like, maybe it's probably nothing that he's doing. Yeah, It's probably just her own feelings. But that doesn't stop that they're there and that she's not wanting to sleep with him because i know that that's when i'm usually like i clock out of a relationship same like yeah
1: that's the whole thing too like a lot of times when that happens when i don't want to share that with somebody anymore that's not the first time that i've been like i'm out of this like yeah i'll mentally be clocked out because you can your mind can lie but your body won't lie like that's yes. that's a subconscious like visceral, inherent thing that you cannot control.
2: Yeah. And that's basically...
1: Yeah, that's like your body being like, no, 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 we will not allow this. Because,
2: yeah, exactly. Even if there is full consent and she wants to and everything is like going well like there are some just physiological responses that the things that need to happen to make it work won't
1: it's biology it's not me it's biology baby sorry <laughs> that's what you should say Damn. no definitely don't say that well that's different because <laughs> they've been married <laughs> can you imagine if the difference between that and like what we're talking about is they have been together and married for seven years with kids so obviously yeah there is something here and it's not something you can just write off yeah I but, think that if it's something that she is going through and she doesn't know why, maybe she's feeling, like you said, in like unsexy or even like sometimes I feel uncared for or unworthy. Yeah. So maybe maybe you can do something that makes her feel a little bit more wanted. Like maybe bring home flowers one day or cook for her or like rub her feet one day. Like or make like, her feel
2: good. Exactly. I 100% agree. And you have no idea how far hearing you look really sexy or yes you look it doesn't have to be about sex it could be that color looks beautiful on you like just noticing something about somebody Mm -hmm. is so impactful like there yesterday I bake for a bar and I was dropping cookies off and the owner was like you changed your hair it looks really beautiful (gasps) he noticed yes wow we have a date that's funny (laughs) that was so sweet and he's not like You know, somebody I'm dating is not – neither of us are really interested in each other, I don't believe. But it was just so nice to be – I don't believe. I don't think so. It was just so nice to be – My potty will say different. (laughs) It was so nice to be noticed. Yeah. I mean, I have an idea that I think is bad. Oh. Okay. (laughs) First of all, I'm just going to jump right into advice. Yes, that's what this is all about. (laughs) Oh.
1: (laughs) This isn't Doughboys? (laughs) um no boys (laughs) (laughs) you are a Pillsbury Doughboy I'm cute
2: (laughs) I think you should try to focus on what's up with Milwaukee like (laughs) see and like sit her down and be like hey I know you told me you've had no sex drive recently is there like 100% be open and honest with me you've known me for 20 years yeah we are best friends Tell me what's going on. And if she tells you and you guys can figure it out, so cool and great. And if she doesn't really know, be like, okay, was there anything that w- I can do that would make you feel wanted or sexy? or And it's not even about wanting to have sex with me. It's just about what can I do to make you feel good? How is this bad advice? Because it's getting to the bad advice.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs> Because this is perfect. So they they said they had communication and intimacy. That solves the communication issue and will maybe solve the intimacy. Have you had communication issues before in your relationships? Yes. How have you solved them? They're built on communication issues. I'm unwell. I I solve them by communicating. That's the weirdest thing. It's like you can't have a relationship without knowing you have to communicate. Yeah. Which is I need to tell myself that because. Literally, this past week, I like shut someone out and I was like, can't do
2: this. Wait, do you have any like? I'm the issue. It's so apparent to me that
1: now I am the issue.
2: (laughs) You're not the issue. It's hard to communicate. So that's my thing. I was a communication major, so (laughs) maybe I don't have the most issues. But here's my question is like, when you notice there's a communication issue, is there like, do you have like a go to? move or go to like formula of things that you'll say or like what once you have isolated the issue how do you go about fixing it usually
1: I to be honest with you I think I'm on the receiving end I think that they are the ones that have to because I do think that I'm the one that like if I feel like I'm about to be hurt I'd close off Mm -hmm. and I'm like nope got to put my armor on you're not getting to me I've been through this before and so someone will have to come and be like We need to talk. We need to, like, address that we have the communication issue and, like, really do it. There is one time that I got into a little bit of a tiff with uh, a guy that I was seeing. And I could tell that he was stonewalling. And we were just, like, starting about to, like, watch a movie. And I knew that if I didn't bring anything up, it would be weird the whole entire movie. Yeah. And so I, like, held his hand and I was, like, looking at him in his eyes and, like, (laughs) <laughs> like, <laughs> what?
2: He just sounded like how a robot would say that they looked at somebody. <laughs> I was looking at him in his eyes.
1: How to communicate with humans. Number one, look at their eyes with where your eyes should be. <laughs> and I was like, I was showing him physically that I cared about him. I was like stroking the back of his head and I was like, let's talk about this. Like, I want to know why this is bad. Let's fix this. I don't want to have a bad time with you. Yeah. That's, I guess, the only answer I could give you, because other than that, I mean, I make sure that they know that I care about them, and then we can proceed, because if intentions are there that are beneficial, I think everyone's going to be on the same page. Actually, one of my acting friends was telling me this the other day, that in argument scenes people always like ch- are trying to play the argument mm-hmm. but realistically there's so much underlying that yeah. both of these people are arguing because they want something good out of it yeah nobody wants to argue no so it's like you have to read between the lines of someone yelling at you and it's like why are you so upset it's either like their need for something or they want you to realize something as well like both people need something
2: that's also how you can tell if somebody's a bad person as if they are arguing just to argue because they feel like they need that power oh if it's like that's how my ex-boyfriend was he would argue just to just to feel like he could have control over me because he'd know I feel bad right and where what you're saying is like people are usually arguing to better something sometimes if they're not which it doesn't sound like this is his situation but that's how you kind of tell somebody sucks what about you well before me <laughs> ugh. I have a question for you so ugh. you as maybe Milwaukee is the same way as you and will stonewall and close off so like As a beautiful and strong woman who, I'm not talking about you. (laughs) (laughs) No, I am, obviously. As this beautiful, strong woman who you are, and like, she has to be too. She's a mother, and I'm I'm sure that, you know, she's worked so hard for this relationship, and you work so hard Mm -hmm. in your life. What is something that somebody could come to you with and say, I can see you're closing off. Yes. What is what is the next thing that they would say that would allow you to feel open and want to be honest with them? Like, I feel you're closing off blank.
1: Maybe if it was like, okay, I'm going to role play again. Okay. You or me slash Milwaukee.
2: Wait, you be you and I'll be your partner.
1: Okay. Okay. Hey, Megan.
2: Wait. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this is a good start.
1: <laughs> Can you imagine if that was actually it? Okay, I just hey, wanna... Megan
2: wait. Leaves the relationship, moves out.
1: <laughs> Can you just hold this really quick? <laughs> it's a quick time lapse of me packing my shit up. Um, I just want to tee up what we're doing, just in case someone's driving and like we start having a conversation well, that is sure. weird. Um, so Irene is gonna play a person that's trying to salvage a relationship when she knows that I'm closing off. I'm going to be playing the closed off partner. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay, and scene.
2: Hey, Megan, I was wondering if we could talk for a minute.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the also the narrator. Irene shifted her eyes and raised her <laughs> eyebrows like this is not going to be worth it and there's a lot to work with here. Um
2: okay, great. Um I just kind of noticed uh You know, since we've been dating for a while, it seems to me as though you've been kind of closing off lately, just towards me, communication-wise. And I was just wondering what I could do to hear you. I want to know what it is that's bothering you, and if I'm the issue or if there's something else going on, I just want to know how I can make this better, because I can tell you're unhappy and I want to make sure you're okay.
1: And sin. So I would reply, but there's no way that I would be mad if someone came to me with that level of care. Okay. I think that's the main thing. Mm -hmm. If you can tell the person that you want the best for them and you kind of can own that it might be your fault, how can anyone stay mad at you?
2: I mean, I agree.
1: I think definitely that's something that he can say to Milwaukee to open up the door of communication. Yeah. Other than that, like, the whole pool girl is, like, I get it. I for sure get it. Because, like, it sucks to say and to think. And I guess, I mean, like, I'm a single woman. Very single woman. (laughs) I'm a
2: single woman.
1: (laughs) The rest of the podcast is me sobbing. Like, as a single person, I can say this with being, like, objective and true. But, like, even if you're in a relationship, you don't stop looking at other people and being like, that is a a handsome guy, that's a pretty girl, or like feeling a connection. Mm -hmm. That's biological and you can't help that. That's literally you being a live human. 100%. Which sucks to think about, because you want to be like the only one that they have eyes for. Of course. But like, they did choose you. Yeah, and I'm sure that they would choose you again. Of course. So that's something to keep in mind. So
2: my bad piece of advice was, I could have just let myself off the hook, but I decided not to. <laughs> I want to be hooked. Um, I was gonna say, let's say he tries to communicate with her, and let's say it goes poorly. Let's say she's like, I honestly have no fucking idea. Like if she's not giving you anything, mm-hmm. I would say aggressive honesty might be a good way to go. And to be like, Hey, Ugh, I'm
1: nervous. Deborah um Milwaukee. It's her actual name. <laughs> it's written right here. I forgot to they read that part. They
2: tried to keep it anonymous, but I'm not. (laughs) Hey, Milwaukee, I want to tell you something. Um, I know that we've been having, like, kind of a rough time in bed lately and, like, you know, stuff has been hard for us to connect. But I want to tell you that the last time I felt really wanted and very sexy was when I was at the bar with the guys and this girl came up to me and nothing happened. I want to be 100% honest with you there, like, straight off the bat. Yeah. But she made me feel sexy she made me feel wanted and I understand that you're not feeling great right now and you can't articulate what it is but that's also making me not feel great so like I know this must be hard for you to hear that somebody came up to me and yes I played pool with them but I felt really good and really sexy and like that's something I need you to know
1: honestly I know you say it's bad advice because half of it could it could go awry? That's the thing. In For my sure.
2: imaginary scenario, she's like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry," ah, uh, and then she blows him. But
1: like, <laughs> in my scenario, it would be like, "Then go be with her." Yeah. So that's what I'm nervous about. That's why but it is
2: bad advice.
1: <laughs> it's it's definitely some sort of advice. <laughs> <laughs> it's gray area advice. But like, it would elicit some response from her if she's like, "No, closed off. I'm not into you." It may like kind of turn her wheels to be like. Oh crap, like somebody else will do this. My
2: husband's hot, and like I'm not really taking advantage of that. Like I should. Yeah. I think that a lot of married guys probably have this happen. Like guys that I've hit on that end up being married, and I'm like, well, you should go home and tell your wife that she's super lucky because you're hot as a skillet.
1: this is how I imagine that you're like the cool girl at the bar and you say you're hot as a skillet he goes my Uber is here I, I've i got to go oh man but you're I hot think... as a skillet oh boy you're hot as a skillet
2: but that skillet's not turned on yet it's just in the cupboard
1: oh, we also live in North Carolina you're a freezing skillet
2: Because when I've had a boyfriend and if somebody comes and hits on me, they're like, damn, well, he's a lucky guy. That always, like, makes me feel nice. So, like...
1: But then they're respectful after and they leave you alone. That's true. Because she knows that he's married, so just chill out. Like sometimes, like, this is actually a problem. When I was in middle school, I was was always like how I am now, like gregarious. And when I'm out with people or like meeting people for the first time, I like am nice and make them feel good. And I always had like really close guy friends. Mm -hmm. And every time I got into a relationship, a guy would be like, you can't have any of your guy friends because like I have a flirtatious nature. Yeah, same. And I guess I still have it, but it's just nice. I feel like people confuse flirty with nice. Oh
2: my God, I bet there are so many guys screaming at their cart, like their stereos right now because <laughs> I have that exact same fight with my boyfriends whenever I have them, which thankfully I don't at the moment. <laughs> um, it's always you're so flirty, like how do you not know he's hitting on you? da 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 da
1: that's the that's the one. Yes, dude. but. Again, like taking some of my boyfriend's stances, sometimes they are right. And sometimes sure. I used to not know when guys liked me and I was like, no, that's my best guy friend. And then my boyfriends will be like, no, nah, that dude is like literally in love with you. And then in retrospect, I was like, oh, yeah, he for sure was. So they that's all right. Sometimes
2: that's just never happened with me where somebody's actually been in love with me. I've
1: I've never felt love
2: <laughs> ever <laughs> again. I have to go to the doctor to feel human touch. <laughs> no, but you You are very much that way. And I see that. And to me, it's being nice mm-hmm. And i've, as I've gotten older, I've understood that it can come off as flirty. But I think that guys often, like, will think it's way flirtier than it actually is. Like, I can get it for the most part, but sometimes I'm like, okay, bud. I just said I liked his shirt. Calm down.
1: As I took it off.
2: (laughs) Then I made out with him. I don't see what the big deal is. I
1: don't know why he's so confused. I was giving a very clear (laughs) sign that I was just a very outgoing person. Most spirited.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean... What was his, like, final question? What should I do? (laughs) The question of the century, my man. Me every day. What if you're the pool girl? What would you say to this guy?
1: Why would I do that? (laughs) (laughs) If I was the pool girl, I would play pool with the guy. And then once I saw that he was married, I would just be like... Okay, cool, let's finish this game, and I must go. Because I would feel would weird. Would you say, I, I must I go. must go. Stop that, man. <laughs> I must go. I would just be like, I'd a, like I wouldn't even say I had a great time. I would just be like, dope game. Bye. Like, oh, you'd be such a cool girl. I wouldn't even like flirt with the line mm-hmm. of flirting with a married dude. Yeah, of course.
2: Yeah, so like yes, this pool girl was in the wrong sure, but like this you Milwaukee liked it. Like he mm-hmm. liked feeling wanted. He liked feeling attractive and like I get that for sure. Of course he felt good. That's that's my thing of of as to why I don't think it would be the worst idea to tell Milwaukee this, yeah. not to make her feel bad at all, but to make her know that you want to feel wanted.
1: And maybe he can lead with that and be like, I'm gonna tell you something and like I know it's gonna be weird and you're not gonna like it, but I'm telling it to you for a reason. And the yeah. reason is because I want X, Y, and Z. I didn't you fill in the blank. Um I can't do all <laughs> I want, of the
2: work for you. I want X, Y, and Z. I don't know. Megan told me to say that. Who's <laughs> Megan? What
1: about all the other? Le- I give you A through, what is the next letter? I give you A through W, and you just want X, Y, and Z just because she comes along? I give you so many more letters. every Megan day. just broke her finger. I know, it really does hurt. <laughs> My next photo is with a splint on. I'm dead. Uh, But truly, it kind of is like that. You're getting all of these letters from your wife, but like she can't give you X, Y, and Z, and like that's what you get from somebody else. Thankfully, this guy didn't cheat or like take this girl. Yeah, good on you, dude. Like for sure, let's like a round of applause for that. Maybe make that ass clap. What about just some normal hands? (laughs) It could be nicer with just some finger to finger action, (laughs) palm to palm. Um, Yeah, I mean, like. For sure, great job on not falling into that trap because I'm sure if I I'm sure if I racked my brain I could find people that were taken slash like locked down that would probably do otherwise. Yeah. So and it's good for doing that.
2: Good for you. Like we're proud of you, my guy, but it's a scary line to want to. Yeah. So like as long as you can, you know, figure it out before and you've got kids, like yeah. it's a lot to figure out for you. And I'm sure that that's so hard to navigate and like you feel lost and I'm sure afraid and unsexy and like she's probably feeling it too. Like right? you guys are so close. Like what you're feeling is probably pretty similar.
1: Yeah, I also feel like maybe they can do things together that might re- reignite that spark that Go they found. Go play pool. <laughs> oh my gosh. Kinda hot. You guys could role play. I mean, she was not gonna wanna play that girl. But like, w- I used to date this guy that um, sometimes we would travel and I would like meet him at a specific place, like whether it be a bar or a restaurant. This
2: is the sexiest thing I've ever seen.
1: <laughs> and I would like pretend like I didn't know him. So like he would be sitting at the bar and I would come in and I would sit next to him or like two chairs away to like start the scene. Oh my God. And then I'd be Would like, you be
2: like wearing a wig or something or would no, it just be like, okay, for no, sure? No,
1: it's not all out. I mean. It was like I was literally texting him like, Hey, I'll be at the bar in like five minutes. Uh, but then it. when I get to the bar, sure. then I would sit like two seats away and then he wouldn't know I would like be starting a bit or like improv. No way. He would just be like, Oh, Megan's here. But that's I that's
2: dope. <laughs> I'd be like,
1: Do you live around here? He would like jump immediately into the bit. And it was super funny and we did that for a while. And like I mean, you don't have to do that, but like something like but that. But that's like play, a cool. Just play. People forget to play. Mm. Oh my God. <laughs> your we're kids done. are playing
2: we're done with the podcast <laughs> that was everything play more truly yeah play in bed play in the car like yeah just joke around like you guys have kids together
1: you've you've done everything people <laughs> yeah. fucking make each other laugh right I love it I'm done that's our show thanks guys Irene, thank you so
2: much for helping thanks for having me on I really appreciate it. I love doing this and anything I get to do with
1: you I'm I'm so happy to do it you are my hands and my heart. <laughs> if you have a sticky while oh, Irene God. cries, if you have a sticky situation or burning concern, email us at justatipshow at gmail.com and be sure to sign off sleepless in Seattle style so we don't out your true persona. Also, rate us five stars because that's now how I accept validation. Bye. Bye. I love you. I love, I love you.
0: That was a headgum podcast.